0: I'm going to be nice, then I will uh, grab my scanner and try and get a real...
1: So glad you brought that scanner, by the way. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs>
0: like, uh, I, I want, I want you know, all the basic kind of vitals, like, you know, a heartbeat, pulse, uh, temperature, body temperature, infection. What is? Are they covered in the same stuff as the brittle stuff, basically? As you
2: approach the... Uh, you made the observation earlier as a group that the same material appears to be coating most surfaces mm-hmm. in this ship mm. however you've seen it in a dried out state you've seen it in an elastic kind of membranous state here it is practically liquid it's
1: like slime you
2: it is like a mucus for lack of a better but it's the term. same substance this is something you're almost a hundred percent certain of in fact the same chaotic data you were getting mm. before the same biological overload of information While you can't make any sense of it in its own nature, Mm -hmm. it is becoming an identifier. Mm -hmm. So while you do not know what it is, you can clearly tell when it is there. In that case,
0: my question is, is this stuff coating this person or is it coming from them?
2: They are dripping in it. Mm. You cast an eye because as you near this person, uh, this individual, Mm. your scanner begins going crazy with this Mm -hmm. overload of data it gets before. The same kind of stew of proteins. And Mm -hmm. is this person is lousy with them, Mm. basically. And you look towards the container, the EVA unit Mm -hmm. they were in, which was in itself uh, milky Mm. on the inside of the glass. And you can now see why. And if you were feeling sick before... (laughs) Your stomach is not comforted by this. The interior looks biological. It is thick with mucus, strings of it. Uh, It is dripping. This person has been in there. You have no idea how long, but they were in what you know was an airtight container. Mm. They have become, they were utterly engulfed in this filth. I
3: wonder whether this is like a life saving thing, Mm. whether they, in that pod, it's kept them alive. Mm. I mean, I was.
1: Not in a great state, but if that ship crashed like years ago, he's still alive. Yeah, Yeah, it's like a
3: super nutrient, super life supporting. He's not doing badly
1: because of the gunk, he's doing badly because he's been kept alive for so long. Mm. That's an interesting perspective Mm. on it.
0: Or alternatively, he's. I mean, the gunk is apparently made of scraps of proteins and information and DNA from all kinds of different peoples and species and types of life, is he generated by it instead? Oh, oh yeah.
1: He's wearing clothes, though. That's true. That's true. Suggests that he is... Is there... Right, so obviously we're holding him in yeah. place. He's scrabbling a bit, but he's not strong, is he?
2: This will not be a concern for much longer, mm. because okay, with a, a final questions. rattling oh. cough, oh, no. No. he dies. Oh, You release him and his body slumps to the floor, practically bone. Wow. You get the impression that his body is diminished. In the time that we've seen him? From whatever the healthy state of a living person is,
3: Mm.
2: I would say the defining element of this creature is skin and bones.
1: Okay.
0: I mean, I don't care hugely (laughs) because I don't have... Much fondness for you, humanic Other types. People. Others, <laughs> um, but okay. So I'm guessing you've dropped him.
2: Yeah. So and um, I would say that you, with all your helmets on, now uh, you are not treated to the rich bouquet of smells that oh, greeted you upon the bridge. Insane. But you can almost imagine mm. that this would be the same smell—a smell of sickness mm. and loss causes. Just looking at him,
1: can we establish anything about, like you said, he was wearing some clothes, but, uh, you know, has he got anything on him? Is he in a uniform or anything like that?
2: He is wearing um, unremarkable, uh, like a kind of brown leather jacket, Mm -hmm. kind of uh, tan trousers, all of which have seen better days. Mm -hmm. You can see that uh, there is a gun holster strapped to his leg, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: uh, looking at the gun you can see that it in itself is coated with the same slime and its internal trigger mechanism, uh, such as a futuristic mm-hmm. laser pistol might have, is completely snarled shut. Like, it is unusable. Mm-hmm. So this affects everything, not just organic matter mm-hmm. as well.
0: Well, I say we don't take any of it with us. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, well, luckily, we've only touched him with an um, energy hand. Yeah. Which I suppose, you know, just for Probably the sake burnt of... Burnt off. Yeah. Well, either burnt off or I could just sort of almost regenerate yeah. it, And then it just falls to the... We're not in any way touched mm-hmm. or infected, except that he did jump onto you.
0: True, but you but were wearing a full Eva you suit. You are
1: in a full Eva suit, which he wasn't doing any
2: damage to. But is there mucus left on Lynette? You, it is uh, kind of splattered mm-hmm. across your visor. Um, okay. But you feel fairly confident that within the suit... As it were. Yeah. The, 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 it's the, not reactive. No, the onslaught of slime which has been kind of blasted upon you. It's you, not you don't feel it's damaging the suit as such. You feel okay. that maybe if you wiped yourself down, such as anything in this ship is clean, you'd probably mm. be clean enough.
0: Okay. Okay, um, well I'd like I'd do to do that with a
2: big energy finger. It's like <laughs> <laughs> just wipe some crap off
0: you. I'd basically just like to scan the body get as much information on how nonsensical it is as I can so maybe when I get some better computing power I can make some sense of it but I do not want to take this thing
2: with us no (laughs) No. I'm going to say that you uh, you, your scanner this wonderful Omni tool begins gathering data and I'm going to say it's going to start running a few processes in the background so it can't you know, yeah, it,
0: I mean, I'm imagining this thing is a its a mobile unit. Like, It's not mm. going to be able to tell us anything.
2: No, but. it has nothing to tell you right now, but you get the impression mm-hmm. the more data you collect, you may have some conclusions mm. to mm. draw later.
0: So okay. this will probably take me a little while. Okay. I, want, you know, I, I can't really move away whilst this thing is going on. Well, the point no, was- I, if
2: I may, sorry, I'm going to say that um, you are able to gather data and process. take it with you, and I'm going to say that the scanner will be running some background processes okay. while uh, you travel. So we need to stay here. Mm. Um, we got the Ava suits to get into yeah. the bridge. So. And do you want
3: to check some of the other rooms? No. They might also be full of slime zombies. Did you see what was in this one? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I've only got this wish for so long, potentially. Okay, we, yeah. we...
3: now's the time to go up to the bridge, yeah. and then we'll come back to yeah. the rooms on our way out. Yeah, i think.
1: I think the, the bridge is, is a hub, isn't it? Like, yeah. we may be able to learn more about what happened here, yeah. whether there's anyone alive here. We might be
0: able to, if, like, if we can get the internal power going, we can use their computer. That's true.
1: That's very Just true. See what happened.
0: See yeah. they've got a black box.
1: Yes. Yeah, maybe recordings of the last <laughs> yeah. trip it had or whatever. Let's do that. Let's okay. go to the bridge.
2: Cool. Okay, so I'm going to say that you can enter the corridor again without a vent. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely fine. And you retrace your steps back up the stairs to the bridge. And you now find yourself at the same film covering the entering sway. You get the impression that, like, you well, now that you're safe in your suits, and I'm going to say that your gauntlets are still persisting for a little while. You are able to press up against the film, which is the colour of snot, yeah. and the, the colour, or it's a yellowing, greenish mm-hmm. sickness. But you feel more comfortable touching it now, wearing gloves, yeah. than you did before. <laughs> As you press against the slit you carved before, it breaks open again but you get the impression that it had already begun gumming itself shut again uh-huh. right. so feeling emboldened if not entirely happy <laughs> you press happy. your way forward through this film mm-hmm. and the three of you enter the bridge mm. what you see here is quite unsettling
0: Considering we have just been jumped on by a slime zombie.
2: <laughs> you, bear in mind, when you, when you first arrived on the top of the ship, you looked through the glass of the dome mm-hmm. and you were greeted to this milky film. Mm. The next time you saw this milky film was looking in through the glass of an Eva storage unit and you know what greeted you there.
1: Yeah.
2: This is that writ large. The interior of the glass dome is covered in what can only be described as mucus of a truly incredible quantity. Uh, at its highest point, kind of like with gravity working against this liquid, uh, it is quite thin at the top of a dome. As it pulls at the side, it has kind of solidified into great big rivulets, which while once liquid have now kind of solidified. you get the impression to touch them, they would be tacky.
1: That right. like calcified almost. But there's a
2: degree of solidity to it. It's like this stuff is thick, like a mucus, and it flows with gravity. And as it stabilizes, it begins to dry up. Right. Um, there are weird alien shapes and structures in this thing, as if it's f- almost forming like a weird geometry of its own that goes beyond just a liquid. As if the, in the more deeper, more concentrated areas, you could almost see weird shapes kind of forming, like a like a crude clay structure that's being yeah. sculpted by some hand. The uh, tank, the pool, which would have once held water, is empty, and like I said, it looks like a disused swimming pool. The sides are um, stained and blackened with calcified mucus. It is grim to say the least um and the air you can imagine would be the worst you have yet encountered Uh, but thankfully you are now all wearing breathing material
0: well i'm since i've still probably got bare skin to some extent because i couldn't fit into the suits i don't want to stay here for long so i'm gonna go straight to the console
2: grand okay so uh, yeah so you are going to walk over to the crystal uh, uh console yeah. the steering unit as it were and the computer of the ship mm-hmm. is anybody interested in the heart
1: that's down underneath the pier isn't it yes
2: that is at the bottom of this pool mm. such as that. it were
1: yeah i'll go
3: down there i would be interested yeah maybe you and i go together okay I,
1: if that? there's anything i, mean,
0: down I there. mean i i doubt i'm not going to do might be able to do much at the console because there's no power but i might be able to lean
3: yeah. something
2: are there any can we see any bodies that's uh, an excellent point. Uh, could everybody please take... Um, hmm, interesting. I, I'm trying to think what would be like a general kind of looking around. I'm going to... Intelligence? Uh, yeah, intelligence is a bit like problem solving. So, yeah, mm-hmm. can everybody take a uh, intelligence check, please?
1: One. Five. Jesus, why is yours so high? Eight.
2: Oh, wow. Well, I'm going to say that... Uh, your I am eye- missing
0: two of my eyes. It? <laughs> yeah, yeah, We're bent
2: around. Okay, as Rituar makes his way towards the crystal console and begins trying to jimmy some life into it, and I would say that that is indeed caked in the same mucus which you are finding everywhere, making work on it a little difficult.
0: I'll sort of try and scrape it away with my spear so I don't yeah.
3: touch
2: it. You. I'm going to say, uh, Lynette, you look to the right and you spot a body.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, this body is lying face down on the floor. And you can see that it is in a state of equal, if not worse, general dishevelment uh, as the person you saw before. However, this one is not moving. And the reason for that is that the back of his skull has been caved in. But you see that his body is... so emaciated you you have never seen anything like this before so he
3: was like that before he died
2: well that's maybe a little hard to tell but Mm. he's clearly not going anywhere you can't tell if he died before or after but his body looks as though it's been kind of withered from the inside out there are bones there is skin there is rotting damp clothing over him but in terms of muscle
3: there's Mm. practically nothing Sounds like some
2: sort of horrible bacteria that mm. sort of sucks life out. Life of out mm. people. Um, Nuke it well, from Spain. So Capella, with your five, you your attention is drawn the other way while Ratua works, and you are looking towards the greater mucus structures which are lining the side of the dome. And this, the largest of them are, you know, at their height, they're almost the size of a of a human. Mm-hmm. You know, This is a lot of, of slime as it were, and you're looking at these weird ripples and structures and, and ridges which are are kind of integral to its structure. You'd If you didn't know any better, you'd suggest that someone had hand-carved these. Mm. They, the patterns do not look natural, and yet the closer you look, you can tell that clearly this has not been carved. There are no tool marks, but at the same time there are ridges and bumps. And if you stare at them long enough, you might even think you see something like a face, and then it's gone in an instant. If it is a face, it's almost too alien to make out. Mm -hmm. But you check again, and it is just mucus. Hmm. Okay. Okay, so on that note, Ritua, I'm going to say that you're going to take a little bit of time just to plug away, try and get this machine working again mm-hmm. bearing in mind there is clearly a little bit of juice still in the yeah. engine uh and uh, capella and lynette i would like the two of you to come up with some way of reaching the heart mm-hmm. because it's not a you know there's a short drop basically mm-hmm. down to the bottom yeah supposed i need mean, to be able to get there normally there's
1: steps isn't there down the inside of the bowl mm. so are they completely covered to the extent we can't use them
2: uh well, more in the same more in the way that um this mucus is covering them. Right, okay. So you feel like, even if you just wanted to jump, it would still... It would be a a bit of a fall, but not Mm -hmm. a terrible one. The trick is, just how would you get back out again?
3: Could one of us help the other lower down?
2: Um...
1: just trying to think what we could do. I've got
3: Jason as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, who put Jason in an Eva suit?
3: No, I know.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um... This is inside your suit with you. <laughs> <laughs> Just a into the helmet.
2: Okay, how about this then? I would like um, a strategy check from okay. the two of you, yep, please. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Zero. Two. <laughs> okay, uh, the two of you, however, realise that between working together, this will be quite easy. You. Um, uh, Capella, you walk to the stairs, which do spiral down below this now uh, missing water layer, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and using your claws you know, of your kind of big gauntlets, you are able to kind of just like a snowplow, kind of push <laughs> a hand, kind of just scrape enough of this mucus away and just throw these great big <laughs> clogs down where the two of you are able to descend quite neatly to the bottom mm-hmm. of the, um, the basin. The bowl, yeah. And uh, the one thing you're starting to notice about this mucus is that while it is ever present and certainly more concentrated in sealed areas, it does tend to congregate around more complex structures. So the heart mm. has indeed a good casing of mucus around it. You can still reach the console on the top, but the bottom is kind of embedded. Mm. So if you wanted to examine it, you can.
3: Mm.
1: OK. OK, well, I, well we I guess we get close and I do as much... Like clawing away to to make your life easier as I can. Okay. And uh, we look to see if you can power it up. Yeah. Or what state it's in, basically. Mm.
2: Okay. Well, I would like a a knowledge check from you. Okay. Zero. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you are struggling to... You might
3: want uh, verse points. Oh, oh that's true. a good point, actually, yeah. And we haven't
2: used any of these. Did ones? you use your bonus as well on mechanical checks? No, I checks.
3: Didn't. No. I'll
2: tell you what, I'll let you re-roll that because oh, I'm feeling you. generous.
3: Okay, so what do you think? Use a couple of...
1: Well, we haven't used any in a while, and this is quite important to get yeah. this heart working, isn't it?
3: Okay, so this is knowledge, isn't it? So yeah. take a logic, or mm-hmm. two? One?
1: Uh, take Take two. Yeah. Let's go take crazy. Two. Okay. So two more die, yeah.
3: I've got six
2: now. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. It's a challenge, but you are able to access the control panel. And control. with a little bit of wiring and a little bit of kind of jiggery-pokery, you are able to get the kind of user interface working again. However, you are very surprised to discover that the heart is operational mm. and has been operational the whole time. Mm. In okay. fact, as you kind of try to interact with it, you you know, you're kind of like looking through its kind of log and how it's being used. You realise that at some point in the ship's past, not long before the crash, somebody programmed the heart and then locked out users. Mm-hmm. So it is locked to generate certain conditions within the ship. Oh. So it has set the, the ambient temperature to Conditions a, for the mucus. it has set the ambient temperature to a very convenient 37 degrees oh. throughout the ship and it has increased air humidity You oh. suspect that the draining of the bowl may have helped mm. with that but it mm. appears that long before the crash somebody did this to increase humidity and set the temperature now the variations you've been feeling it's certainly warmer in here but not as warmer as the lower reaches of the ship mm-hmm. are maybe due to the ship's structure being compromised. So, but before the crash, somebody had set very sp- specific mm-hmm. ship conditions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now,
2: here's
1: a thought: What if we change them?
3: Yeah.
2: To make
1: it not suitable for this. I mean, can to you live?
0: unlock it? Try. The question
1: is: Do we want to do this? Mm-hmm. And mm. my basis for that is: We don't actually know who's at fault kind of thing yeah. like you know I mean we don't know whether the crew whether that guy was the crew uh-huh. we don't know whether the crew are okay we don't we don't really know anything do we like is this definitely a villain mm. this mucus stuff I mean it's obviously not pleasant to us but that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad
2: mm. at the same time Rituar Hello. You are kind of tapping away on the computer and you feel you've made a bit of progress. (laughs)
0: Hooray! However,
2: (laughs) so what you are able to bring up on the screen is something close to a black box.
0: Yay! Okay. So
2: you feel that uh, a lot of the functionality of the control unit has been broken. Some of it has been locked out. So much like the heart certain elements of the ship's controls have been locked down to prevent people using them. Okay. However, you are able to access two files, and I would like you to choose now which one you decide to access. Uh, Do the files have names? Yes, they do. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: You can only access one of them. Yes, I'm going to say. The first one is a a kind of a ship's log as such. It is uh, details of uh, the last week leading up to the ship's crash. The second... Are, uh they have no file name but they appear to be uh an audio file
0: okay so do we want the audio log
3: or the text log are you going to
1: shout down to us and ask us what we do? <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> are the, you are just going to do it
3: the log will be objective mm. but the audio log will be you know can we trust yeah well she? it
0: depends like i mean can i tell like how long the audio log is? Is it a regular...
2: It is... Um, is it, it is a sh-
0: single audio file? Or? The
2: reason the audio file doesn't have the same kind of file designation and such is that it has clearly been recorded in a, through the device that wasn't really designed for it. Right. As in, the computer very smart, it can record all manner of things, but you wouldn't really normally record audio logs yeah. on mm. the ship's the kind of navigating yeah. equipment. Well,
3: maybe we listen to that then. I mean, we know... What the ship ended up doing—it ends up crashing on this planet. That's true. That's true. We don't know why. I suppose. No.
1: What, from from your perspective as your character, mm. what do you think you'd do?
0: I think I would probably be tempted for the more detailed te- like text log. Mm. I, w- I want more information. I think in there, I'm more likely to see the build up to whatever happened, mm. which might, I think, tell us more than what the audio log, which might just be somebody screaming. Thirty seconds of screaming, couldn't
2: Okay. So
0: I think I'm going to take the week log, the text log.
2: Okay. So you begin to read the screen Mm -hmm. in front of you. And you can see that um, up until... Well, the one thing you're not entirely sure of is how long the ship has been here, Mm -hmm. as the records have become a bit scrambled. But you can see that in the week leading up to its crash, the ship landed on an unknown world. Okay. Uh, and uh, decided to take uh, kind of keep a low profile. They mm. landed in a very thickly uh, forested area. And um, while they detected a lot of activity on the planet globally, they decided that within the forest area, they were generally safe. Mm. And after a lot of traveling, the crew, which consisted of 20 mm. individuals, decided to uh, kind of relax for a bit. So they decided to take on water. They took on some food supplies and they um, they uh, kind of just generally refueled and had a fairly mm-hmm. un- uneventful time. Uh, they spent three days on the planet before leaving. On the fourth day, while traveling through the Extraverse, uh, a, their, they began noticing that a couple of the crew members were reporting an illness. They were generally feeling lethargic. They were feeling uh, uh, weak. Uh, kind of... Generic cold symptoms mm-hmm. such as you would all understand them, um, increased uh, temperature, uh, kind of uh, a slight, a slight kind of ache and weakness. Mm. Um, on the fourth day, uh, five crew members had been committed to the med bay okay. and uh, were now too weak and feverish to work. Mm. Uh, by the sixth day of the week, this had increased to eight, such that the eight members of the crew, nearly half the crew, were now in the med bay and were actually um, practically uh, comatose. Okay. And uh, that is actually the last log you have.
0: Ooh. Okay, So, but I can't tell a date from this. Like, There's no universal date stamp for anything?
2: No, sadly not. The only thing you know is that at last check, two days before the ship crashed, eight of the crew... Mm-hmm. Nearly half the crew had fallen into a coma-like state. Okay.
0: How... Now this is... I guess this will have to be a knowledge check. Can I tell how far they could have travelled in the Extraverse in the time allotted? Uh, like, they clearly ended up here.
2: Like You You, uh, you kind of um, are able to glean from this that they were moving through particularly uncharted corridors okay. of the Extraverse, such as they were... Another thing you are able to glean is more information on the crew manifest uh, uh, uh crew members. Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Like the list of people who work on the ship or mm. yeah. Um
0: I think manifest is the right word. I okay, think. manifest. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: So you can tell that of the eight uh sorry, of the twelve uh twenty. <laughs> I'm just gonna go again. Thank you, darling. Sorry, of the twenty crew members, they were mostly humanic in nature, mostly birds, or but were uh, you know born into the bird life or had You know, come from fairly uneventful worlds. There was nothing of real interest. However, there were two notable crew members among the crew. One was uh, he was the muscle Mm. of the ship. And he came from a world where the humanic peoples, such as they were, were incredibly large and brutish Uh in nature. He uh, was uh, a powerhouse, uh, practically uh, eight foot tall and almost that wide. Mm. Uh, Really um, a nice soul, but very, very physically strong. Mm -hmm. And the other notable member of the team was a automaton, was a sentient robot who um, hailed from a more mechanical uh, kind of steampunky kind of world. And he served as the ship's Doctor and scientist. And this is the only information you were able to glean. At that moment, I would like you all to take a strategy check, please.
0: Oh, this won't take long. It's be
3: bad. One. Zero. Four.
2: <laughs> At that exact moment, Rituar, you are hit from behind by the most incredible pain. Not Physical, hmm. but mental in nature. Aww. So I would like you to take
0: Peter, music you can <laughs> <nuke us> zombies.
2: <laughs> I would like you to can take a will check, okay. please.
0: Six.
3: Nice.
1: Well done. Well done, I'm rolling those dice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, uh, you are lucky you are able to resist the attack but you do stumble forward screaming
0: oh yay
2: so i'm saying like
0: inside my helmet <laughs> <laughs>
2: no lasting damage but you are ow you know okay. this is unpleasant okay uh you too are automatically alerted to the cries of your uh crew fellow crew member mm. however at <laughs> the same time you are distracted by a cracking noise uh, what was your roll four four and zero, zero. okay uh, uh, Capella you spin on the spot and look back towards some of the more uh, developed structures of mucus such as you have seen before that weird bit you examined earlier which almost looked like shapes or physical and to your horror the mucus itself is moving segmented areas of the mucus are cracking and breaking free Oh. A shape is writhing in the middle of the mucus, kind of grub-like in nature. I uh, don't
0: like the slimes on <laughs>
2: <laughs> And you are almost frozen in the spot. And you are absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> Lynette, you are absolutely frozen in the spot, where the mucus cracks, and this weird blob of what you took to be just this weird structural mucus breaks free and floats forward. Through the, uh, the off the ground.
0: Nuke it you are stunned.
2: <laughs> you, uh, you are uh, Capella. I'm going to say that you have enough wits about you to take a fighting stance as this cracking begins to ring out in a few places around the hull, and as more of these weird floating lava things break free, they are about two foot in length, floating upright. Uh, they remind you of, if nothing else, uh, insect larva, with a weird, almost sarcophagus-like, hunched, mummified nature to them.
0: I think I know this Pokemon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Looking closer, you can see what might almost be described as eyes, but all carved from this same vile, mucus structure. This is a simple creature. It is barely, more, little more than a blob kind of floating <laughs> through the air, but... You can make out what looks like a face and a glow begins to emanate from within the head structure of this kind of vaguely translucent kind of mucus-based blob, which is now floating towards you.
1: Is it just the one floating towards
2: you? One it is floating. To- a cracking? Yeah, there is one floating towards you from the base of the pool where it has emerged from a structural blob of mucus you hear the cry of Ratua, and looking around i'm going to say uh, capella you have a slightly better handle on this situation looking around you can see that there are two more but emerging from above you on the rim of the uh dome